0: Maureen Quende, your podcast host, and you're listening to the Empowerment Minutes podcast. It's a podcast to empower you with nuggets on learning and development, training, leadership, coaching, entrepreneurship, and personal growth. And for those who are tuning in for the first time, I am a learning leader, researcher, speaker, coach, consultant, and author of the book, Dream Big and Live Your Dreams Boldly. I'm also the CEO and founder of EMK Learning Solutions LLC. I've had The honor to work with instructional designers, trainers, to help them become the best leaders or the best versions of themselves. So it's exciting to be back on the show this week for another empowering episode. And I can't wait to introduce you to our very special guest. But before I do, I want to take a moment to say thank you so much for tuning in every week. It means a whole lot. To be a listener to this podcast so thank you this keeps us going it means a whole lot to me and to other people so thank you thank you thank you so much so in today's episode we're going to be zeroing in on leadership and communication right some of those great tips and tricks that would help you be the leader that people want to follow and be excellent in communication so in terms of leadership we're going to focus specifically on leadership which is unique, and I'm, and I'm sure you're curious what that means. And also in terms of communication specifically, we're gonna zero in on the art of listening and asking great questions. So these this this skills uh, really help transform today's leaders in the workplace. So I'm hoping that you who's listening to this call is gonna help you become a better leader and help you lead more effectively in the workplace. So. Yes, let's get started. I'm going to introduce you to our special guest. And this is no one other than Dr. Michael Koku. So thank you so much, Michael. Welcome to the show. I want to say thank you so much for, in, for accepting our invitation to be a guest on this show. You could be so many other places, but you took the time to be here and uh just to add value to this podcast and to those who are listening in. So thank you so much, this meant a lot. So yes, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Just give us some information about you in a nutshell. I'm sure our guests would like to know more about you. Thank
1: you, Maureen. I'm so excited to be uh, part of this uh, podcast. You know, Maureen is quite a phenomenal uh, personality. I love seeing women in leadership. I have a project I'm working on called Women in Leadership League. So she's in the league, you know, uh, and, and that's a beautiful thing because some women, they just think that uh, being an housewife is just enough. Uh, but Maureen is one of the unusual personality that I got in that big league called Wheel Women in Leadership League. Thank you. Yeah. So So um, the, the, the beauty of uh, life is knowing uh, where you're coming from and where you're going and having that perspective. So I was trained uh, as a physician and uh, it's my heart to really be uh, a medical doctor. So while in medical school, I discovered myself, even though I finished, I I qualified as a physician. I practiced uh, for three years uh, before relocating to the United States. And when I got here, I worked with Salvation Army, for eleven years, I'm in West Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, why? There, I was able. To, it's it's uh, I, I was working in the after school space as a mm-hmm. program administrator. I formed different kind of uh, partnership uh, with communities and to bring transformation to the life of the of the people and the community that we serve. And and I and I got the award for the 2018 Salvation Army uh, Employee of the Year for Greater Philadelphia. I wasn't looking for award, I just want to serve. So my life story has been serving even from college as a medical student, I've always been in leadership position, just serving. And I I, I believe in uh, in making people to be more. And uh, Jim Rohn said, the only uh, creation of God that doesn't strive to their fullest potential is human being. And that's because God has given us the dignity of choice. So Mm -hmm. that's my background. So right now, uh, uh, I'm a uh, Maswell Leadership Certified Coach, Speaker, and Trainer.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I help people to be more. I help people to fulfill their dreams. And I help people, you know, to really believe in themselves so that they can become uh, what they are made to be.
0: Wow. I mean, what a great story. You know, it just shows how we have to really follow our passion, because here you are, you know, having a medical background and saying that, wait, I would want to do what I really, you know, what I've, what I've been called to do, trying to live your passion and purpose. And you're an evidence that, you know, that you don't have to just follow the crowd. You have to do what you're really passionate about. And I'm so grateful that you're sharing that, you know, with us. And because those who are listening in who are just trying to fit in or trying to belong, are you just belonging? are you really doing what you're called to do? Are you really want doing, are you really doing or investing in doing what you're passionate about? So thank you for being a um, a place setter in this area. And I just hope that as you meet people every day, you can go ahead and, and just tell them your story and continue to inspire them to just, you know, not just hearing what you're saying, but your evidence that people can do that and succeed and, uh, you have so many people that you've transformed and, and just encouraging anyone out there. If, if Mike, Dr. Koku can do it, you can do it. Just follow your dreams. All right. So thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you. Very inspiring. So um, today, I would say that today's topic is loaded uh, because we're looking at leadership, but then we're looking at leadership. So can you break that down for us? It's pretty much multifaceted, looking at leadership and then listening and asking great questions. Please break it down, and and also, can you share with us as a leadership expert what do you mean by leadership? What's shifting, you know, and how does that impact both the leader and the workplace? If you don't
1: wow. Thank you for that, Maureen. Uh, one thing about this is uh, this is something that we can talk about, <laughs> of course, in the times that we have. I'll just give you a taste of it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, talking about leadership, I'm zeroing on leadership. Uh, I'm talking about the right leader, uh, the, the right shift leaders should make. And there are about 11 of them. Uh, actually, the word leadership himself is the ability and willingness to make a leadership change Mm -hmm. that will positively enhance organizational and personal growth because the the world is changing and uh, because times are are changing we can uh, be the same think the same and uh, remain the same and expect to make an impact of on the world that will never remain the same, mm-hmm. and these shifts are very necessary. Otherwise, a leader will cease to be relevant, mm-hmm. you know. And and, and and these are the shifts that the leaders needs to make. And uh, before that, uh, Toffler said this: He said, "The illiterate of the twenty first century are those that will not be uh, able to read or write." but those that are unable to learn, unlearn, and relearn. So Mm -hmm. uh, this is why we need the shift because there's so much learning, unlearning, and relearning to be done. So the definition of uh, illiteracy has uh, has changed. (laughs) In the past, it used to be if you can read and write, but now it is those that are unable to learn, relearn, and unlearn. So these are the shifts. The first shift is, um, quickly, I'll just go over the shift. Uh, it's what we called the focus shift, in which we move from uh, being a soloist to a conductor. You mm-hmm. see, when you are a soloist, the focus is on yourself; the highlight is on you. Mm-hmm. But as a conductor, the focus on the is on the people that you serve. You, mm-hmm. I mean, your goal is to really uh, find a way for them. to to reach their full potential. Because the highest calling of a leader, according to Avi Firestone, you know, is the development of the people. Mm -hmm. That's the focus shift. I mean, you move from soloist to conductor. The second one is what we call the personal development shift in which you move from goals to growth. You know, when you are goal-oriented, you're thinking about, you know, um, alpha, you're thinking about, you know, how long will it uh, will, will, will it take? That's goal mindset. Mm-hmm. But a growth mindset is how far can I go? You mm-hmm. know, is it's, it's a mindset that talks about stretching development compared to the goal mindset that deals with achievement and, and status. The third shift is what we call the cost shift. Mm-hmm. That's in which a leader move from PEX to packs to price. You know, packs is based on what you get from the leadership position, but the price mm-hmm. is asked to do with what you have to give as a leader. You mm-hmm. know, and this is a vital shift because the goal of leadership is not to get, but to give. The mm-hmm. next shift is what we call the relational shift. is what we call from pleasing people to challenging people. You see, if you want oh, to- yeah. <laughs> people go sell ice cream, you can be a leader. You see, in this place, you are more concerned about what you can help the people to accomplish. That means when you move to this kind of shift, you're not really bothered about the affirmation of the people as much as helping the people to be better and to Mm -hmm. be the leader that they are meant to be. Now, the next shift is what we called uh, the abundance shift in which we moved from maintaining to creating you see and we need to have an abundance mindset but this shift is what we call the abundance mind sh- is shift mm-hmm. it's a shift that encourages the leader to believe that there is always uh, there's an answer you know that's a creative mindset mm-hmm. the second mindset in this shift is the flexibility mindset means there's more than one answer another shift is what we call the reproduction uh, the reproduction shift in this shift, you move from ladder climbing to ladder building. That means, I mean, ladder climbing is where we all start from. That means instead of just thinking about how far can I go, you start mm-hmm. thinking about how far can I help others to go? Well, so your yeah. focus is moved to others. You move from what we call the leadership met of addition to multiplication. Mm -hmm. The next shift is what we call the communication shift from directing to connecting. In this case, you're not telling people where you are. You're asking people where they are to move them from where they are to where they're supposed to be. In this uh, next shift, we talk about uh, the improvement shift in which you move from team uniformity to team diversity. In fact, Dr. Tim Ermo has written a book uh, on uh, the next, uh, the new diversity, talking about how five generation gaps are, are, are all in the same marketplace at the same time. And there's mm-hmm. a need for each generation to really understand. This is the kind of shift he's talking about. So yeah. it's, it's, it's the readiness to uh, be able to accommodate other people's views that are different from you in order? to complement you. You fill up your knowledge gap, your perspective gap, and your experience gap in this improvement shift. The next shift is what we call the influence shift mm-hmm. in which you move from the positional authority to moral authority. You see, position doesn't really add nothing to anybody it's just yeah. a lever. It's, it's just give you enough time to build relationship because at the end right. of the day in this kind of shift the influence is based on your moral authority that talks about your integrity and your courage you know compared to just your position personal leaders are the worst kind of leaders. The next one is what we call, yeah, that's the truth. I mean, yeah. because if all you have is position, you lack the disposition of a real leader. So that's the next shift true. is what we call the impact shift, where you move from trained leaders to transformational leaders. You see, the difference between a trained leader and a transformational leader is this. A trained leader is focused on, on how, how to lead. But the transformation leader is more concerned about why I lead. And when you put the why on top of it, it makes all the difference Mm -hmm. because you affect not only today, but you affect the future. That's the power of this shift. The last one is what we call the passion shift in which you make a shift from career to calling. You talk about Mm -hmm. the other time when we start about about my story, my story, where I'm also a minister of the gospel. One thing I want everyone to know that that everyone in life, according to a research, can be grouped into three. Those that uh, do a job, those that build a career, and those that fulfill a calling. You see, there's nothing bad in starting with a job or a career, but your calling is your why, is the reason why you are alive. And this is what this shift as, and if there's any shift that has changed me the most, it is what we call this passion shift. And I'm very passionate yeah. about moving from this career to calling. So that's what I would just focus on today about leadership. I can take each one and expand on it. I just want uh the viewer, the uh the audience to be aware that there are you know, leaders have to make this shift, and this shift. Uh, they they involve so many learning, uh, unlearning and relearning. And we have to have a teachable spirit so we can afford, you know, to uh, be proudful and still be relevant in this current dispensation of leadership. Thank you.
0: This is, uh, oh my gosh, those are some golden nuggets. You know, in my you become, before, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, I have like, you know, over 20 years of work experience and I've had like some interesting leaders that I know that I wish, you know, something I could have like a magic wand where it could something could get to them so they can take advantage of some of those shifts, including the improvement shift (laughs) to see that, you know, it's not really about them. It's really about caring about their people. So I'm just hoping that as many people, who listen to this podcast, they can take that really to heart and really see how they can make a difference. And maybe whoever's listening doesn't need it. But if you know someone who can benefit from it, please feel free to yeah. Yeah. Share, share this episode. And, uh, and you know, I, I'm going to mention that at the end, but, you know, um, I would also ask uh, Michael to also provide where we can contact him if someone is interested in having this conversation with you. Yeah, I, on, and it's true. You the, know, yeah, I like to
1: talk about this shift because, like you said, many leaders are lacking in this area. That's why, in fact, I have developed what I call the right shift concept,
0: right,
1: uh, in, in to really encourage people to make this shift because this is the right shift to make. And 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 Doctor John, uh, Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. said, "The time is always right." to do what is right. This is not a shift that we live, we procrastinate about. It's something we gotta do now.
0: Now, right, the time. Yeah, is-
1: yeah, yeah.
0: The time is now. So I was gonna ask you what are some strategies needed for effective leadership, leadership. But I think you've really spoken a lot on this topic. Is there something you'd like to add on leadership?
1: Well, what I would like to add on the, what to just talk about the strategies uh, that when you mentioned, about leadership is this. Like I said, it's a whole lot, but let me quickly really help us with uh, some of this because when we talk about uh, how to leadership, let me just quickly give a breakdown on seven things you must do to leadership successfully. Seven things okay. Okay. you must do to leadership successfully. Number one, continually learn on mm-hmm. learn and relearn. You see, This is what we talk about. It is a continuity. You have to be on, you know, as a physician, there's something we call CME, Mm -hmm. Continuum Medical Education.
0: Education. And I
1: believe there should be something we call CLE, Continuum Leadership Education. Mm -hmm. You see, a leader needs to grow daily. You know that as a a Maswell Leadership Team is one of our culture, one of our DNA. So the first thing is continually learn, unlearn and relearn. Mm -hmm. Because the lesson learned in school can become outdated <laughs> even before the student loans have been paid. <laughs> so there's a need for dedication to learning. Listen, it's not what you learn in school that made you, it's what you learn after school. Yeah. Because when we are learning something in school, our drive is great. Yeah. But when we learn something after school, our drive is not grades to be able to serve people better. And that's the beauty of it. So number two, value yesterday, but living today. So it's good to value yesterday, but we have to live in the moment. You so see, that's what awareness means. Awareness means living in the moment. So it's good to relish yesterday, but mm-hmm. we have to value we, we have to live in the moment. Dr. John said people may honor you for what you did yesterday, but they respect you for what you are doing now. Yeah. A lot of people just sit down. They're talking about, you can't be sharing stories when you are still young. You got so much life ahead of you. Number three, rely on speed, but thrive on timing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You see, you need to thrive on timing. For a leader, timing is everything. You remember the law of the timing, that's one of the 21 laws of, uh, yeah. 21 irrefutable law of leadership. Then number four, see the big picture as the, as the picture keeps getting bigger. So you have to see the big picture. As the picture keep getting bigger, you have to make sure that you don't lose sight of the bigger mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. Number, uh, number five, live in today but think about tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So as you live in today, the awareness level, you have to think about tomorrow. You know, the future as a way of arriving unannounced. And that right. is the plan of that leadership mindset. Number six, move forward courageously in the midst of uncertainty. You see, there's a difference between leadership and management. You yeah. see, leadership is, some, is, a, is something that uh, doesn't, you know, in management, you have, um, you know, one, uh, and this is equal to this and all that. But in the leadership mix, it changes because people are involved. People yeah. have different interests. So right. that is why uncertainty is what gives leaders their job security. Mm-hmm. Uncertainty is why you are a leader wherever there's uncertainty there will always be a need for leaders which means always stepping out into the unknown right and that requires courage number seven which is the last uh, and point realize today's best will not meet tomorrow's challenges for instance the queen just died yesterday they say uh leadership gap now uh in uh in in great britain you know and No matter what we have today, no matter the best of what we have today, there's going going to be a tomorrow's challenge. We have a new prime minister coming in two days before the queen die, a new king coming in. You know, this is what we are talking about. There's uh, there's going to be a a new level of, uh, you know, of of rising up to the challenges to lead the people in the right way. And that will really impact the world at large. Thank you.
0: This is powerful. You know, I'm just going to, I I wish I could just stop, we just have this podcast to go on all day, but I know, I know you're a busy man, you have time, you know, you have things to do, but I would like to segue into communication. And one of my favorite books by John Maxwell is Good Leaders Ask uh, Great Questions. And the benefit of asking great questions cannot be overemphasized for leaders. But, you know, in my experience, many leaders don't even listen, don't even hone in on on this listening skills. So how can you um how can you address this?
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Maureen. Uh, you know, another thing I'm passionate about, even in my mastermind that I do, I do mastermind every month. I'm doing one at the moment. I like to emphasize two things and I and I call them the two sides of the cone. Mm -hmm. And these are the skills I really have. And it has changed so many lives, so many organizations. Mm -hmm. I emphasize the value of asking good questions. And I also emphasize the value of listening. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, I like to give people uh, a degree of a CLO, Chief Listening Officer. (laughs) And, and, And this is very important, Maureen, because I tell you, when I found this out, it's changed my life. know it starts with me with my wife and she's having a conversation with me here am i multitasker doing something and (laughs) she felt disrespected and all that she doesn't feel hard and oh i have to work on myself on that i have to work on myself on that so (laughs) let me just talk about these two things I, i call them the twin the twin top skills Every leader should have, and they are just like when you look at a coin. If you look at it, uh, a quarter, a, a quarter of a yeah. dollar, 25 cents, or a nickel, the two sides of the coin is legit. Yeah, both of them are very critical. I believe if leaders could learn and master this skill of asking questions and the value of listening to people, it will change their leadership. Now, let me start from asking questions. The value of question is this. It is better to look uninformed than to be uninformed. You know, some people, the reason why they don't ask questions is that they feel that, well, if I ask questions, I will look somehow stupid. Listen, it is better to look uninformed than to mm-hmm. be uninformed. You may look uninformed for a minute, but you know what? You can be inform- uninformed forever. So it's better to ask question. Now, what are the values of question number one? They are keys to unlocking open, to unlocking mm-hmm. doors. Yeah. Questions open doors. You see, what you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. One of the books I'm reading right now is called The Aladdin Factor by J- Jack Canfield and uh, Mark Victor Ensign. These are the New York Times best-selling authors of chicken soup for the soul. And And they highlighted five barriers of asking. You mm-hmm. know, they highlight five barriers to asking and i believe this also apply for asking questions the first thing that they mention is ignorance you know mm-hmm. that's the first barrier that they mention why people doesn't ask number 2 they talk about limiting and inaccurate beliefs mm-hmm. that's the second thing that they talk about and number 3 in enlightening why people don't ask they also mention the fear factor Mm-hmm. You know, fear is one of the reasons why people don't ask yeah. questions, you know, yeah. and, and this fear is a real huge topic. Number four, the reason why people don't ask questions is low self-esteem.
0: Yeah,
1: Low self-esteem. And now the fifth factor is pride. Now, if you look at all these factor, these five barriers to asking questions. Now, when we see the value it outweighs all those barriers. So the first thing I talk about is that they are questions are the keys to opening doors. Number two, Mm -hmm. question are the keys to connecting with people. You see, the way we are made, we are made as a social being. That's why during the lockdown, social distancing, something inside of us doesn't like it because we are made in form of a Lego to connect with other humans' beings. And that's the thing about it. So connecting people, question does that. Question Mm -hmm. creates a bridge instead of a wall. It breaks down barriers. Mm -hmm. Number three, Question, cultivate humility. I told you one of the barriers to asking is pride. So yeah. one of the for leaders to cultivate humility is to ask questions. Just imagine you asking uh, the people on your leadership team that, oh, well, this is, um, we are having a project. What do you think about that? You see, I mean, it shows your level of humility. Right. It, that that mean you coming from your IOS to ask. Many people, no, nobody asked them what they think. And you gave them. A huge moment of fulfillment that, wow, we have a boss that believes in what we are thinking. Another value of asking questions is, question help you to engage others for conversation. You know, one of the things I've looked at is, you know, some people say, how can I ask a question from a stranger? You know, let's say we met in a different place. I've never met you before. Let me give you a, a, a quick uh, a hack to that. Hack to asking questions. There's a, there's a formula I want you to f- uh, use called FORM, F-O-R-M. It's like you fill in a form. Mm-hmm. So when you meet someone and you want to strike, engage that person in a conversation, start using that formula, F-O-R-M. Now, F means family. So mm-hmm. ask them about, how is your family? I mean, that's a very quick way, how is your family? Then the O talks about, what do you do? Occupation. What do you do everybody have something that occupies their time then the r talks about recreation what do you love doing out of work i mean mm-hmm. what i mean what kind of hobby do you have i mean they yeah, are recreation what do you do for recreation then the last one m is very important what's your mission what's right. your purpose in life you know these are quick way and as you just fill those forms but believe me you some new Question will start popping up from your mind, you know, from your <laughs> mind dashboard to ask more. But it's, it's just a quick way to break yeah. the ice. Those are icebreakers. I just gave you the F-O-R-M, icebreakers. Now, the last value of asking question is it allow us to build better ideas. Mm-hmm. You see, ideas are make better when the right people are brought into the mix, so when you ask questions from people, maybe you you have an idea and you ask, well, this is what I'm thinking. What what I mean? What do you think about this? You can make any idea better by asking questions. Now let's go to the uh, second aspect, uh, which is the listening aspect. I'll spend more time mm-hmm. with because I'm I'm really 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 really, <laughs> really 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 hype about this. Now yeah. what? It, and uh, one one of my great mentor in this space is Simon Sinek. Yeah. As Simon Sinek he said, said, said Listening is not the act, A-C-T, of hearing the word spoken. It is the art, A-R-T, of mm-hmm. understanding the meaning behind those words.
0: Right.
1: You see, a lot of people just think that listening is just like, oh, it's just an A-C-T, it's, it's an act of you just hearing the word someone is speaking. No, it is the art, A-R-T, of understanding the meaning behind those words. The art of listening is creating an environment where the other person feel hard. I want to know mm-hmm. that word, feel hard. Feel ha- feeling hard is nothing uh cerebral, it is all emotional. Right. It is emotional when people feel hard. When people feel hard, they feel respected. And another <laughs> thing that Simon Sinek also said that really inspired me about in this space, is said, hearing is listening to what is being said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But listening is hearing what is not being said. Yes. So you see, when, when you talk about hearing, you that are just listening to what different. someone is saying. But yeah. there's something people are not saying. How do you get that? True listening. So that's why I want to quickly give you uh, some hacks to listening. You know, because there's been a lot of emphasis on talk show. There's mm-hmm. no listening show. <laughs> <laughs> That's there have true. been a lot of uh, yeah. emphasis on peace talk, there's no listening talk. So there have been a, a value of oh the queen of talk I've never had the queen of listening <laughs> yeah. you know you see and the emphasis has been oh he's a coach, he's a speaker, he's a trainer. there's no such thing as listening. So there have been a less emphasis on listening. So let's look at five easy ways to practice listening. Now there are three kind of listening. We have what we call active listening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have what we call uh, co- uh, compassionate listening, mm-hmm. and uh, we also have what we call empathic uh, uh, empathic listening. So uh, when we talk about active listening, let's see five easy ways to practice active listening. Now I'll give you. I love acronym. The yeah, acronym. I love is, acronyms too. This acronym is BUILD. It's called BUILD, B-U-I-L-D, as if you are building something. Mm-hmm. So the acronym for five easy ways to practice active listening is called BUILD, B-U-I-L-D. So what does the B means? The B means body language. Mm-hmm. You see, when you are listening to someone, the body language is very important. There's something we call leaning in when you are listening to someone. You lean in. That means your body posture is focused on that person. Mm-hmm. There's a way you listen to someone that you sit with the person, you lean in. I mean, you 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 adjust your posture. in so The person know that wow, this person is really listening. So that is the first one. B. The second one is you understanding. Now, in this practice, you aim to truly understand what is being said, and also what is not being said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in this frame. That's what you do. You remember West right. talks about seek, you know, uh, you know, um to understand before you are understood. And right. this is the key. This seeking to let the people know that really you are aiming to really understand what they are saying and what mm-hmm. they are not saying. Now, number no, the I uh component is what we call interrupting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you st- because you, this is what you don't want to do when you are listening. You don't want to interrupt people. Because interrupting people stops the flow of conversation, it makes them feel unheard and disrespected. Anytime mm-hmm. you interrupt people, you're telling them what I have to say is more than is, is more important than what you have to say, and people they don't like that. So the third, the fourth, the fourth one is L. Now, the L is look them in the high. When you are listening to someone, there have to be eye-to-eye connection. It's very, very important. Look people in the high. That is, you are locking their eyes with yours. It's showing them that you are really listening. Mm-hmm. The last one is the D, don't judge. Don't judge. You have to quit judging. We replace Judgment that means judging people with ju- uh, uh, with empathy and mm-hmm. curiosity. Now, empathy is putting yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. We, too, we don't like to be judged when we are uh, w- when we are speaking to people, and then the uh, the other alternative is you replace it with curiosity. You you curious, you ask people why you are listening to them, tell me more, tell me more. So, you replace judging people with empathy yeah. that means putting yourself in their shoes. And curiosity by telling them, tell me more. Tell me more. That means, ah, oh, wow, he really want to listen. You know, so these are the five easy ways. Now, quickly, let me uh give you more about this listen. How, how do we listen well? How mm-hmm. to listen well. Four four ways on how to listen well. Number one, remind yourself daily to mm-hmm. listen well. Dr. Jomaswell likes saying something. He said, anytime he goes for a meeting, he writes a big L in a uh in a white paper and puts it in front of himself to remind himself to listen yeah. well
0: to yeah. people.
1: Then number two, stop interrupting. You don't interrupt people. Stop interrupting. That's how to listen well. Number three, start asking questions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You see, you can separate listening from asking questions. Start asking questions. Then number four, invite people to hold you accountable for listening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I don't know if you have time for me to share the quickly the levels of listening. And uh, if no time, no problem, I'll hold that.
0: Yeah, I think maybe we, if you don't mind, we have to do a separate episode on listening because people don't listen enough. This is yeah. a topic that can really, um, honestly, it's, wow. You have given so much that I don't even know where to start to show, express my appreciation, but um, you're <laughs> I know that... Uh, And and so I just also want to say, I had like other questions, but I'm going to have to leave that for next time. But I also want to ask you that if someone would like to just someone who can't wait for a part two of this podcast, you know, later on, you know, and another time, where can they find you even to share about, you know, what we just talked about?
1: Well, I'm available on um, Facebook, Michael Koku, Mm -hmm. just my name, Michael, you know, I say Michael, then K O. K U. They can find me on LinkedIn too, and and, and they can also find me on Instagram. Yeah. So and um, this is uh really uh a very uh to me like I said this is a calling to me and uh, yes and I I love to help people. Helping people is my passion, and uh, I have a project called uh, Hope helping other people excel. Uh, The name of my company is Esperanza Manifold Concept. Esperanza means hope in Spanish. And Mm -hmm. what I do, uh, you know, uh, with that hope is helping other people excel. That's what my company does. I help companies to excel, help individuals to excel. That's the, so the hope mantra, uh, even though the word is in Spanish, it's 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 a brand. So that's what I do with my training, with my coaching, uh, with my speaking. My goal is to help people to excel. I believe there's always more. That's why I, 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 I'm I not really comfortable with status quo. I like to encourage people that there's always more. You can be more. You can be more. Yes, what absolutely. you got now,
0: yeah. So, so then do you mind if I share, like, because we have the podcast show notes, do you mind if I put the link on? Express?
1: Yeah, sure. You can put my phone number too. Uh, my phone number is also 484 466 1036 484 466 1036 you can share that with people um I'm, I'm reachable
0: okay all right perfect so we've come to the end of this amazing podcast with this um incredibly loaded guest and so we always wrap up the podcast with a signature question what does empowerment mean to you in this situation you a leadership you a communication expert so what does the word empowerment mean to you?
1: I believe empowerment uh, is not just being empowered, but having um, the ability to empower others.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because uh, it's, it's, it's not about, um, you know, because real leaders are not uh, just leaders that's um, all about just empowering people, you know, but when you talk about empowerment, uh, empowerment is just a a a word that shows a sense of that comes with responsibility. Because as leaders, you are empowered not to be in power, but to empower people okay. mm-hmm. under your charge. Mm-hmm. And 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 I believe leaders should know this because influence exists for others. Whatever yeah. influence you have is not for yourself; it's for others. All
0: right? Know? Yeah. That's powerful. Okay. Thank you so much, Michael. Wow. This has been an amazing episode. And I would personally re-listen to this quite a few times. I, as you were talking, I was taking notes. I remember.
1: I saw you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember the acronym you you talk about, form, you know, family, occupation, uh, recreation, and, and, and mission. It's just huge. You've just yeah. like, you know, so many golden nuggets. I just want to say thank you so much. I want to wish you the best in your personal and professional life keep doing the great things you're doing keep leading ahead leading you know the people that you're meant or you're destined to lead and transforming their life so thank you so much Michael thank you you're you're welcome yeah Mm -hmm. all right To our listeners out there I definitely know you've been richly blessed today with so many golden nuggets from our special guests and uh, this has really been an amazing episode so I would say to you be safe be well you know, and uh make a shift where you have to make a shift to become the le- the leader that you are created to be. So I'll see you in the next one.